Welcome back to the Thriving Thursday podcast. I am Asaria De La Cruz and I am your host. And today I have a special guest with me, with us. I think he's sipping his coffee. And he is Ender Zambrano. Hi. Wait, hold on. Let's redo hey, it. Can you? <laughs> that was so good. I what did you mess up with? I said, I don't know. That was perfect. Hey, can you hold this real quick? Okay. <coughs> what are we talking about? Your mom? I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, hey. I met Ender through um, our community Bible study That's right. Shout group. out God. Shout out the Bible. That is here. That's how I met Ender. That's when right. I think of Ender, right. I think of someone that is like... Well, very well known. Oof. He's very creative, Oof. and I just feel like he's someone that has a lot of friends. Praise the Lord. But he I has a lot friends. of friends because he's super bubbly and, like, super welcoming. I like to drink so. bubbly water. <laughs> I think that's where it comes from. Maybe. Without further ado, I'm going to let Ender Zambrano <sighs> introduce himself to you guys. Word. Hello. My name is Ender Zambrano. I am a pastor's kid. Yes. I have friends that love me for some reason, which is what we're going to talk about, I think. Yes. And uh, I have a family, which they're a beautiful four people, my mom, my dad, my sister, and then soon-to-be wifey. <gasps> Shout Congrats. out Grace Perth. He is recently yeah. engaged. I am engaged, extending the family. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I have a lot of friends, and 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 Yeah. Yeah. For okay. some reason, I don't understand. Because you're so cool. No. You're so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you saying okay. that. It helps me. <laughs> so give a little background um, on childhood to now. Because um, as far as I know, you haven't always grown up here in Sherman, Texas. That's right. So give a little background on that. So open, honest, vulnerable. Yes. I was a chubby kid growing up. It created a lot of insecurities in me. Okay. And I didn't talk to a whole lot of people because of it. Uh-huh. Growing up, we moved uh, around a lot. My parents were pastors. They were church planners, meaning that they planted a church somewhere, and within a year or two, they had to get a pastor to take over and start a new church somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that created not a whole lot of stability in my upbringings, and it created me to, one, mold fast in every occasion, to not have solid friends for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And three, um, what I said for the first two. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, how many different states, how many different places did you live in growing let's, up? Let's see. So my dad meets my mom in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a missionary based out of Puerto Rico. She steals him. She's like, hey, yo, he kind of cute. He a pastor. Let's move in. They get married. Uh, they move into Puerto Rico. Okay. And then... Where you were they, born, Where right? I was born, me and my sister. And then from there, he receives a calling from the Lord to go to seminary. He becomes a licensed pastor, seminary school. That's in San Antonio. From there, out of all the places in the world, we end up in Frederick, Maryland. Mm. It's like middle of nowhere, Maryland. Small town, and in Maryland, we move around a lot, but I was there for like eight years, so I would consider Maryland where I grew up as a child. Yeah. And then we spent a year in Florida, not a whole lot there. I mean, it was a year of my life that was fun because we were in Florida, 
but it was like my preteen, teen years, and then transitioned to all four years of high school in Sherman, Texas. That's the longest I've been in a public school for all four years. Okay. And then I go to four years of college, also here in Sherman, Texas at Austin College. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm graduated. I'm about a year in, and it, we live in life. Okay. Okay. So I don't know how many how many places that is, but that's how Quite we Quite a few. Around. Quite a few. Oh, yeah. That's my, my I, I was going to say, I don't know quick. if he's going to want you. that back. <laughs> it says just gave this it girl can because I graduated. Ay- I'm not a girl, though. Do people like call you a girl because of your beautiful Puerto Rican hair. This is hilarious. We went to Galveston once and we're walking around these shops and I was wearing a beachy fit. You know, I was wearing uh, like flowy pants Mm -hmm. and a a floral shirt because it's Galveston. Come on now. And then we walk into the shop and this guy turns around like real quick. It's like, it's me and my sister. I'm wearing my curls out, you know? Yeah, as you should. As you A beach hair, you know? And then he's like, how's y'all ladies doing? Oh, at I thought that you were moment, twins. I almost lost it and almost just busted out a pair of scissors. <laughs> and I couldn't oh, do it. And th- there's been instances like that, like, yeah. can I help you, ma'am? Um, oh, my gosh. But, you know, it's the price you pay for luscious locks, you know? No, yeah. Shout out all those boricuas out there. The hair. Boricua, Okay, so. Que tu lo sepa. I'm sorry. Hey, hey. Anyways. Okay. So how has that how has that experience living in those different states, right? And having all those different friends and those experiences, how has that shaped you and like who you are now? What experiences did you gain from that? I would say the biggest takeaway from moving around so much is one, the culture. I mean, it's a blessing to live in so many different places because if you grew up in one place, that's all you know your whole life. Yeah. Um, but, like, I took away from a lot of culture, like Venezuela, uh, Venezuela Venezuelan culture in, in Florida is really rich, mm-hmm. and that's a side of my family I would have never seen because I've mm-hmm. never been to Venezuela. So that was fun. Uh, Hagerstown, Northerners do it different. It's It's completely different. And then Texas, I mean, I grew up my latter years here so definitely the culture definitely adjusting fast yeah um learning being the new kid in school uh gaining confidence to go up to people and mingle Mm -hmm. that's huge so once living here now permanently how did your community grow to be what it is now? Mm. Because, mm. okay, so you transitioned from moving, moving, and right. then you stayed here. Right. So what did that look like? How did, what did that feel like? How yeah. did that community that you have develop? Mm. That's huge. So for the first time ever, I kind of embraced who I was because I went through a season of identity crisis, not mm. knowing who I was and trying to be somebody that people would like. Yeah. Uh, growing up, going up to like a group of people and being like, what are y'all like? How can I change myself to be like y'all? Yeah. Adapting to Adapting the people around to you. Them. Instead yeah. of being true to myself. And that's something that the Lord worked out in me. And I quickly learned was that my identity is actually found in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's not found in like what people think I should be or what people, the popular kids are doing, what I have yeah. to do to fit in. And it was the moment that I started to embrace myself that I actually found the people around me in the community that I should be around. Yeah. And those people liked me for who I was, so right. I didn't have to worry about being somebody who I'm not. 
Yeah. No, that's wonderful. I feel like that's what genuine friendship is anyways. Like, it's not a genuine friendship if you're having to try to be someone else with those people. Because then they're not really being friends with you. They're being friends with someone they think you are. That's true. You know? And it's exhausting. It's exhausting Mm -hmm. to try to be somebody that you're not. It's exhausting to constantly strive to be liked mm. um and that's not something that anybody should go through i feel like it's so hard in this culture though because like of course we have social media there's tiktok instagram yep. uh snapchat yep. Yep. all of those platforms yep. and it's like there's like the stigma of this person and mm. it's like if you're not like that person yeah like you're sh- you're weird you're appear to you be, don't feel in yeah. you don't fit in I that's mean. so true yeah i feel like um here's the creepy thing about social media is that as humans, we're not designed to be able to click on somebody's page and know everything about their life. Yeah. And that has created people that try to be somebody they're not online. Mm-hmm. And then it just ends up in like a trap. Because when you meet them in person, they actually don't know like how to talk to you. Right. And I mean, I don't want to sound like an old person here, but <laughs> it's taking away from like our social interactions is yeah. what I'm getting at. You establish those friendships. How did the Thursday Bible study group community um, permanently develop? Because those are the friends that I think that you are surrounded the most by now. How did that community come together? And what did that feel like for you? Finally having a stable community of friends. I know you kind of talked about this right now, but like I'm speaking specifically over that tight group that yeah. you study with and that you um, are going through life with and like growing with. Yeah. How did that feel and like how did that develop the start mm. of that? Well, I'd just like to say that I love, I absolutely love my Thursday crew. Um, they are the very first good, genuine friends and community I've ever had outside of my family ever in my life. Yeah. And how it came to be was in this season that I was kind of talking about earlier where I gave up trying to please people because the Lord was literally ironing me out uh, to be myself and embrace that if God was the only thing that I have going for me, it would be enough. Mm. And it was in that moment that like, I started talking to my friends and and I was about to go on a first date with Grace and I'm like, hey, um, do you think we could pray real quick over this situation? I feel a little anxious. Mm. And he was like, no way, I'm actually going on a first date today too. So we we hopped in my truck and we prayed a very real, uh, vulnerable prayer. Mm -hmm. And after that, like I receive a call right when I'm about to call him. And he's like, hey, the Lord actually responded to my prayer. Wow. And that date went terrible. Wow. And then I was like, no way. The Lord actually responded to my prayer, and my date went amazing. Wow. So the Lord worked out in a very real way for the first time that I have seen within a community. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is huge. This is everything. We should start praying intentionally more than just religious like Sunday prayers. Mm-hmm. We should meet together and pray and search for the Lord with all of our hearts. And I got, it was probably like four people together and we met at a coffee shop and we read a passage. We asked how we could pray over each other. Mm -hmm. And we were like, guys, I want to be youth in Sherman that's on fire for the Lord, that's zealous for the Lord. I don't want to be just another Bible study group. 
I don't want to be a Bible study group at all. <laughs> you I want to be a community be a, yeah. of people who are just searching the Lord. Facts. I want yeah. to be a community. I want to be like-minded in all of our hearts that all we want is to gain Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's how it, it came a be it came to be. It's uh, beautiful. It just it always like blows my mind how like if it wasn't for one single event, it wouldn't have had so many outcomes. So like because of that prayer you decided to pray about for first date, a whole group and community was formed and developed. Yeah. Like God was able to step in yeah. and like develop it. And then it's crazy because, like, I wouldn't even have met you. I wouldn't have met Steph. Like, I wouldn't have met La Vida, which is the church. And, like, we're so connected to you guys now. And, like, we're trying to be involved with each other and in each other's lives and be present. And it's, like, if it wasn't for those things, like, we would have never met. That is Which blows me away because I just got invited to a Thursday group. And that's how I met everyone. And it's, like, if it wasn't for that invite to a Bible group, mm. like I wouldn't have met any of you guys. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, how do I know where those little moments are? Yeah. How do I pray that, like, should I go to this Bible study group? And I feel like if you love the Lord with all your heart and you try to guide your life around His Word, those moments are God given divine appointments that mm-hmm. He puts. So that your life turns exactly to what the Lord wants it to be. Yeah. So, facts. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So we're going to dive into a verse. So Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, right? Word. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Mm. We'll what do you think this. that means? And how do you think that we can maintain that in our friendships? Word. <laughs> Word. This is the men's ministry verse because uh, (laughs) men are hard-headed and they have to hear it this way. If not, they don't. They don't open up and they're not not vulnerable. Yeah. So I think this verse speaks to community really well because it shows us that, like, Christians need to hang out with other Christians Mm. because – Together, we sharpen each other. Together, we make each other better. And that's the whole point. The whole point of community is to point each other to Christ more. Yeah. And, I mean, what is a dull knife good for? Mm-hmm. Literally nothing. You have to sharpen it or you mm-hmm. throw it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, as Christians, we have to sharpen each other. And it's not as iron sharpens copper. It's not as iron sharpens wood. It says iron sharpens iron. So only other Christians can sharpen you. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, What kind of advice, though, would you give me if I was someone who I don't have that kind of community of friends Mm. and I feel like I'm missing, (laughs) I feel like I'm missing that part of my life right now? What advice would you give me? If you were a Christian or if you weren't a Christian? I guess. And you were looking for community. I guess both. Like, Word. what if what if I was a Christian, and then in another scenario, mm. what if I wasn't? This is this is crazy because when I was looking for a community, I tried a lot of groups. Mm-hmm. I tried a lot of Bible studies. I tried a lot of churches, and I interned at a church, and I didn't really find the right community. Mm. And then there was a there was a time where I I just I let the Lord work through me 
and I focused on my relationship with him instead of what I can produce for Mm -hmm. the Lord. And I stopped trying to do it out of my human nature and I just leaned really into my relationship with the Lord. And that's when like the Lord put key people in my life around me that were praying for me and that I didn't even have to ask them to be there. They were just there. Yeah. So if you're looking for a community like that, I say, one, just put it in the hands of the Lord because he's sovereign. Mm -hmm. And when you focus on your relationship with him, it's like that analogy that I'm sure everybody's heard, that whenever you're running your race towards the Lord, you shouldn't be chasing other people. You shouldn't be chasing other groups. You should be chasing the Lord. And then you look to your sides and there's people chasing with you. Yeah. And it's those people that you need to be hanging out with, encouraging, they're encouraging you. Yeah. Uh, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I agree. Um, but what if I've been hurt before mm. by, um, I guess in this scenario, friends in the church, right? Friends mm. in the faith. I've been hurt um, and I'm scared to yeah. open up again because yeah. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Well, when people are like, hey, uh, I don't go to church because church is full of hypocrites. I tell them, well, you're a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. If you trust me, I'm going to let you down. If I trust you, you're going to let me down. Mm -hmm. The only perfect person in the world is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And the only person that you should be worrying about what they think about you and what you think about them is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And... To all those people that have been hurt by somebody in the church, I just want to just big apologies to them because that's not the testimony of Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is their fault. And I'm sure I've done this. I'm sure I've hurt people and people, mm-hmm. God protect us all from being the reason that somebody doesn't come back to church. Mm-hmm. But that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't go around saying, I'm looking for a perfect church because there's none. Yeah. And my dad says, if you find it, don't join it because you're going to ruin it. <laughs> Uh, so to those people, I'm, I want to say sorry. Yeah. And I want to say, pray for the right community. Mm -hmm. Don't put your sight on a human being because they're going to let you down. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, I feel like it can be easy though, right. To get caught up in like putting your trust into your friends, into like man, family, but like, it's like at the end of the day, they're human too, yeah. and they're made of flesh, and they're gonna yeah. fail me if I yeah. continue to put my trust yeah. and my faith in them. Yeah. But when it's fixed on the Lord, we know that He promises yeah. to be faithful to us, yeah. and it's not something we have to battle with. Yeah. Like, is He gonna hurt me? Yeah. Is He gonna shut me down? Because yeah. He's not gonna do that. And I feel like I know a lot of people who are afraid of joining a group, who are afraid of getting new friends mm-hmm. because they've been hurt and they've been through hard situations yeah. with other people, yeah. and it makes it that much more scary to mm-hmm. like open up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and to like be vulnerable again. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna put my other croc on just so, <laughs> just so people see it. Hey, Steph got How? me these crops for Christmas. The, okay. Playing. I'm not going to lie. Those are some they're pretty, kinda, they're kind of crazy, huh? Unique. Never, I I've, would say unique. So for all of those who are listening oh yeah, on crocs. Spotify and Apple carrot podcast, crocs, orange. he is wearing bright orange. I would have never worn these. <laughs> crocs. My own will, but my sister. They have them. green straps. Green. I left the stock X tag on it just to be goofy. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. We're so you, off do you actually right wear now. them out, or did yeah, you just uh, wear them because uh, you came here to the podcast? You know, I'm. 
what every outfit needs is a little confidence. So okay. if you're if you're hesitant but about it, they sport mode. Nah, you gotta like, wear them relaxed. I guess you know. I don't know. Anyways, they're kind of creative. <laughs> so you're a creative person. D- oh, so your sweater, yeah, his sweater photo. says "Make Art." It says "Make Art" in it's different colors. Pretty cool. On the back, it has all these different types of art that people use, uh, and it's from a church. I don't know what church it's from. But um, I was gonna, it just goes to show, huh? I was going to say, you're a very creative person. Thank you. You have a lot of creative friends. Praise the Lord. So how has your inner circle of mm. creative friends mm. impacted your creativity and your artistic mm. side mm. personally? Personally, um, if I were to recite my artist statement to you right now, it would be that I find the divine nature of the Lord so inspiring that he is a creator. In Genesis, we learn he created the heavens and the earth. Mm -hmm. And he created us humans in his image. Mm -hmm. Oh, to be created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. So if we're created in the image of God, that means we have the ability to create. And any act that you do out of thankfulness and bringing glory to the Lord is worship. Yeah. So if we create being created by the creator, Mm -hmm. then our creation is worship to our divine creator. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree 100%. Mm. So one thing that's always like resonated with me and what I think, I'm not like artistic. Like Mm -hmm. when it comes to like painting and stuff, like you're very artistic. Um, I'm just now picking up on video, like helping. Shout out, shout out like, color graded. <laughs> helping, like get shots yeah, and stuff yeah, on video. Yeah. Um, I like poetry. Shout I like reading. Poetry. Shout out Lena. She's shout a poet. Out Lena. Oh, um, yeah, the community. I totally went around that question. Yeah. Well, I, I brought up my artist statement to say uh-huh. that that's how I view my community. Sorry to cut you mm-hmm. off. Oh, you're good. Um, and, and, and to be frank, I think you're a creative person. I think we all have a creative ability and yeah we don't all lean into it yeah but part of being human is understanding the beauty that something has and having curiosity mm-hmm. and the creativity to look into that and that's yeah. what i see in my friends i look at like bryson and his gift of production and worship through funky music and then i look at like <laughs> Ricky and his ability to make anything look professional like this podcast. I look at you and just this idea of putting this all together. That's creativity. Yeah. And I look at um, Fred and all the video work we've done. It's just like all these little moments. Um, I have so many creative friends and I'm so thankful for that community because like you can throw us anything and we'd get it done. Yeah. Uh, And I say that to the glory of the Lord, meaning like, I want the art that we create as a community to not point at ourselves, Mm -hmm. but to point at the fact that God gave us this gift and we're going to use it to glorify the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, thinking of what you were saying because you were saying how like, you know, God's the one that's created us with our creativity, you know, and we were made in the image of God. Yeah. And so something that I like to think of is like, okay, well, we all have imagination, right? That's true. And then like the root of imagination is image and we were created mm-hmm. in the image of God. So we know that it's 
God driven, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's God created. Um, he intended us to have um, creativity, yeah. to um, use our imagination. Yeah. And um, what does that look like for you instilling that into like your career? Because you're yeah. an art major. That's true. You uh, graduated with your. My art, my degree in art. art. Your degree in art. To shout, shout out all of the haters. <laughs> yes, an art degree is useful. Um, it's, it's, it's not on the market for a whole lot of things, but I had this moment where I was talking to the Lord in my truck, mm-hmm. and I was about to graduate, and I'm like, what job can I get with an art degree? Yeah. To be real, it's, it's not a whole lot. You either go like graphic designer well, yeah, like and I feel like that's something it. a lot of people judge you might judge you for is like that's not like a real career. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's not. Yeah. And so you know? I was I was literally having those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And to all the other art majors that I know that are making a big shout out to you guys. But anyways, I was having those thoughts in my car and then I was like, what am I gonna be, Lord? And I got back to that moment where the Lord was like, You're created in my image and your identity is found in me. And if you honor me, I can make you whatever you are. If you glorify, whatever you want to be, if mm-hmm. you glorify me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be an artist. And in that moment, I just started like weeping because I had a realization of what I wanted to do in life. Yeah. And I had the backing of the creator of the heavens and the earth, which mm-hmm. is crazy. And one of the ways that, I mean, I got to sustain a family. I got to sustain a soon-to-be wife. One of the ways I'm monetizing that is by becoming a creative director. Mm-hmm. And what good are all these creative ideas in my brain if I don't like reap it? You know, yeah. the Lord gave somebody a talent and they hid it in the ground and then they gave it back to the Lord and they didn't multiply it and right. the Lord wasn't happy with that. Yeah. So, what we're called to do is to take the things we're good at and use them to glorify the Lord. Yeah. So what that means for me is I started a business, um, and I'm trusting it completely to the Lord. And, I mean, I'm self-sustainable until now, praise the Lord. And um, I'm just creative directing, production, marketing, anything that, like, people struggle with having ideas for. Yeah. Like, that's what my brain is here for. Let's get it done. Let's record it. Let's take pictures of it. Let's make it into a graphic. Let's market it. Um put it on social media, anything that it needs to be done, any way that I can use my talents uh, for the glory of the Lord to help somebody, I'm going to monetize that to supply for my family. Yeah. Um, so praise the Lord that uh, it's worked so far. Um, I'm trusting that complete to, completely to him. You're catching me really early in my journey. <laughs> so um, No, but I love that you're even pursuing that journey yeah, yeah. because – you don't know what the future really holds, right? God is the only one. But like through you being obedient in your faith to him, mm. he might be able to just work something radical for you right. with your art major. Yeah, yeah, your art degree. And then your testimony, right, of your faith and being obedient and what the Lord has instilled in you and your desires and you pursuing that is going to be a great testimony. And I believe this. When other people can look up to you and be like, how did he do it? Mm. How did he get there? Mm. And you tell them, I was obedient in my faith to the Lord. Yeah. And I listened to the creativity that yeah. he has instilled in me. And I had faith that I I, I would be able to yeah. pursue a career yeah. with this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's such a powerful um, testimony when it comes to pursuing a career that isn't, I guess, isn't like promoted much, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Here's the kind of faith that I have. I have the faith that whatever you do, if you do it for the glory of the Lord, he's going to honor it. Mm -hmm. So whether that mean that you're going to go have a hot dog stand, if you're going to honor the Lord with your hot dog stand and financially honor him, yeah. and then in your heart honor him and do it for the Lord, then he's going to bless that. Yeah, so so like, it doesn't really matter what we do or how we do it, as long as we do it for the glory of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that you said that because it's so true. And the Lord promises that to us. Like, it's not like we're just saying that. Mm. He promised that That's to true. us. It's, and it's in the Bible. he's a God that fulfills his promises. That's right. So he promises not only one to be our Jaira, Jehovah mm -hmm. Lord, that's going to be our provider right. and take care of us. But he, he promises that if we are obedient to him and we share our desires with him, mm. he wants to complete those things. He wants to make it real for yeah, us yeah. because what father wouldn't? That's true. You know, he That's loves true. us and he wants to look out for us. He wants to see us succeed and flourish and thrive yeah, in, the, yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Um, and then for him to see that his son or his daughter is including him in that yeah. and like inviting him into that space, mm -hmm. of course he's going to bless it. Yeah, you know, of yeah. course he's going to make it possible. Yeah. Even though others say like, that's totally impossible. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like it's not because... You're including him in that journey with yeah. you, you know, and that's yeah. what makes that's what's gonna make a difference yeah. in like the testimony you share in the future. I believe with other people who may have struggled, you know, yeah. to find that. That's truth. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, how, how do you feel like your friendships? I feel great right now. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> My friendships. How do you feel like your friendships have? Um, Thrived because this is like thriving, thriving Thursday, right? Thursday. So we want to talk about thrive. It's a Friday today. <laughs> oh, look, oh, it is. But it's uploaded on the Thursday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> thriving Thursday. Um, so, like, how have your friendships now thrived? Mm. So, because you talked about like this place where like your friendships are kind of unhealthy, right? Like, yes. they're you like trying to be someone you're not that's right. so that you can't that's have right. friends. That's right. You got to this place, you have this permanent group of friends. Mm. Okay. So now how do you see that those friendships are healthy? Mm. How do you see that they are thriving? Like, what mm. is it? Give me some key points so I can take mm. home and I can try to apply to my friendships mm. to help them be healthy mm. and thrive. I believe that the Lord has given me the key to relationships mm -hmm. and it was in a moment of prayer, and it was kind of like an aha moment, what, what us Christians call revelation. And <laughs> the Lord said that the key is a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean in a friendship? What does God have to do with your friendships? Well, a relationship with the Lord teaches you everything you need to know to have a healthy, thriving friendship. Mm-hmm. So when you have a relationship with the Lord, it doesn't matter who comes in your path into your life, whether that person be a Christian or a non-Christian, if you share that divine love that he pours out onto you yeah. to that person, they're going to see the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. That relationship is now blessed by the love of Jesus Christ because that love ultimately was the love that God used to send his son to die for our sins, to give us eternal life. Right. If that love can do that, yeah. That love can sustain a friendship. Yeah. Um, I think that's what God intended friendship for, right? Like mm. friendship isn't supposed to be this like scary, mm. like um, threatening, 
um, scary environment. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be a safe place. It's yeah. supposed to be a place of encouragement yeah. and upliftment because yeah. when you're at your weakest point or you're at a downfall, the people, when you look around and you want to ask for help, you ask your friends for help. That's you true. know, you should be able to yeah. ask your friends for help yeah. and they should be able to give you advice that glorifies the yeah. Lord. Um, and they should be able to uproot you and uplift you in ways that, make you a better person. Sure. Like we said, um, iron sharpens iron. iron. Yep. Um, so I do believe that the key to healthy friendships, the key to a healthy relationship, right, is like making it about the Lord being yeah. the center of it, right. which is just both people pursuing the yeah. Lord. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because every, every not Christian uh, relationship I've had mm-hmm. with a friend usually ends up in me being disappointed that that person wasn't there. Mm. And that's not a problem that you should have when somebody's so focused on the relationship with God. Yeah. Because what the fruits of the spirit within themselves speak to, if you're living all that out, you're a person that helps somebody in need. Mm -hmm. You're a person that loves on somebody, whether they need it or not. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need around you. You don't need like an empty pit that you pour into and doesn't pour back. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like throwing shade, but like at the end of the day, if you're not getting anything back from a person, that's not a relationship. That's Mm -hmm. a one way dead end. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's huge. Um, what if like, I'm a person who I, I want to make these friendships, but I feel like I am the one who's like dragging them down. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that's like, it always ends with like me being the one that's hurting the other person, even though I'm not trying to. Mm. Um, I guess you could say like I'm the toxic one, like toxic. Um, what can I do to help better shape my character? Um, to not be that friend, but to Mm. be that positive friend that's going to cherish that person's, um, cherish that person's like, like high, high points and really be there for them. And, um, I would I would encourage you um, if you were that person uh, if you notice that I mean that's half of the battle gone mm-hmm. you notice that you notice that um, you're not being the best friend that you're not pouring out into XYZ and yeah. you're half of the problem then that's a moment of growth first yeah. of all and I would encourage you to just lean into your relationship with the Lord and take a moment to exclude yourself outside of who you are to that person, but mm-hmm. who you are to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because even though you may feel that way, to the Lord, you're still a whole beautiful human being yeah. that he loves. And yeah. when you remember that and you take time to encourage that thought in your head that the Lord loves me even as I am, then you realize that you have all the motivation to go love the other person the way that they're supposed to be loved. Yeah, yeah. I know that um, there's been times where I feel like I'm that friend. Mm. Um and now looking back, I'm, I see it as like, it's just that I wasn't being myself. And that's why yeah. I, the friendship or whatever it was ended the way it did or didn't flourish the way I thought it would flourish. It's like, well, I wasn't really being myself. And that's yeah. why I just asked you that. Um, I don't know. There's probably people that, you know, struggle with, with that and feeling like something's wrong with them or like they'll never have friends. They can never like connect with anyone, you know? Something Um, that I do um, whenever I feel like that person is I immediately 
take a moment, I pray to the Lord, and I'm like, how does this person view me? Is it my fault that they're sinning? Is it my fault that this is suffering? And then I apologize immediately. First to the Lord, then to the person. I make sure stuff is good. Because once you apologize, it's in their court. Yeah. Like, that's between them and the Lord. Mm -hmm. But you have to do everything in your power to go out and love on them. Mm -hmm. So that, because like I said, it's a relationship. It goes two ways. But if you're the one cutting it off, then you have to be the one apologizing and and making sure it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. How do I move on to forgiveness and really forgive a friend who's hurt me in a way that they don't even realize? Mm. They don't realize that they've hurt Mm. me, but... I'm hurt because of what they've done to me. And I want to forgive them. I love the Lord, but I just can't figure out how to move past it and how to really forgive them. I would um, look at the cross and I would think to myself, did Jesus hesitate to die on the cross for all of my sins? Mm. Did Jesus really think it twice to be like, oh, you know, I don't know if I can forgive that person for doing that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look at it at the end of the day, is it worth your soul? Mm. Is it worth your soul to hold a grudge? Is Mm. it worth their soul? Because if all you have to say is, I'm sorry, is it worth their soul? Yeah. Um, So at the end of the day, I would look at Jesus Christ. And I would try to be encouraged and be like, hey, even if I don't feel this, I'm sorry at the moment, I'm going to give it anyways. Because I know it'll nourish this relationship. And I'm going to try to be as genuine, and I'm going to pray for genuine emotions. But, I mean, I just encourage you to look at Christ. Yeah, and I love how you pointed it back to the cross because it's crazy how as humans we're, like, so hesitant to forgive. Or, like, it's so hard for us to forgive other people. At least for me, I don't know. Maybe it's different uh, for you. But for me, I have found it sometimes really hard to forgive those people, especially when they're believers. Um, But... Like, it's so easy for the Lord to forgive us. And we're so quick to ask for forgiveness from the Lord as well and expect him to forgive us. And it's like... Immediately after we sin. Yeah. And it's like, but you can't... And like the Lord tells us too, right? In scripture, it's like, if you can't even forgive your brother, like you can't expect for me to forgive you. You know? No, it literally says he's not going to forgive you if you don't forgive your brother. But I feel like Um, it's so hard for us as humans to like genuinely forgive the other person. But we're so quick to ask for forgiveness. and like receive forgiveness yeah you know yeah that's that's some deep that's some deep stuff it is (laughs) but you know it is it's another episode with bryson babe let's go hey how's your day going fill us in on your day it's been good i'm working on the next single you know i'm just trying to get these people a bop sheesh when are you gonna come on our podcast again they've been waiting for you (laughs) it's been like forever forever. they're waiting for you man last time i was here i i Man, I had a mustache. Dang. <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed the glow up. It grew a little more, you know what I'm saying? That cocoa butter, there's Ooh, ice okay, on it. All right, that. all right, give us another freestyle. Give us another freestyle. Look. Uh, 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 um. Hey. My dog is black. Hey. Fluffy and curly. Just like my girl. Pause. This is another freestyle. Larry, Moe, and Curly. <laughs> I almost said something crazy. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I want to pause it right there. When what? I freestyle on an on a empty mind, I might say something crazy. Oh. And I know this is a Christian podcast. I'm a Christian too. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Twisted. Because the paragon. Really just 
Hey, don't need a reason to get stuck in my head and free. I'll tell you this. My best song on the album is Paragons. Best song. If you don't listen to it, you are missing out. I got Cranberries. Ooh. Keep me... No, you just did not hijack my Oh, uh, bye, Bryson. Uh, we love you. I don't know who that is. He's definitely not one of my friends. Hold up. Hold up, Terry. I need more coffee. Definitely not water that I'm drinking in that coffee. What are you it's, drinking? Where are you going? Yo, um, I definitely did not go off set to go pee. That's not <sighs> what just happened. Oh, sorry. Ender. Hold up. Watch, watch this pour. Hold this up. is why we love him. Hold up, hold up. I can't even see it right now. For those who are listening, he's pouring water into a cup on All the right. floor. Well, he did work at a coffee shop. So if you want to butcher that, I would have been like, bro, you've been working at a coffee I've shop been, for so long. I'm a barista. Come on. Like, now. how did you not get up. the water in the coffee cup? <laughs> okay, but back to what I was saying. <clears throat> Zeal, you said that, Mark, this, this is what you said, okay? You said, if I were to get anything tatted on me, mm. I would get zeal tatted on me. I said, why? He, you said zeal is my favorite word. <laughs> I said that. So why is it your favorite word? Yo, uh, the word zeal means burning passion or desire mm-hmm. for the Lord. Okay. It's a biblical word. Mm-hmm. And my fascination for the word started when my favorite band, King's Kaleidoscope, dropped an album. Oof. And the title was called Zeal. Okay. And the way the album made me feel was, wow, I really need to be more passionate for the Lord. Mm. And in our Bible study group, when I saw all these youth, all these young adults meeting in a place, I was like, yo, these kids actually care about the Lord. Mm. These kids want to see tangible evidence of God's work Mm -hmm. they're on fire that they will like sit here and pray for an hour study the Bible for two hours stay in worship for like three hours because it's happened before yeah and that is being zealous for the Lord and I love the word because if anything I never want to get complacent Mm -hmm. I never want anybody to be complacent in the relationship with the Lord I feel like they always need to strive to know him better. They always need to strive to be his best friend. And that's burning passion or desire. I love that. You don't get that with like, oh, yeah, I really like coffee, for example. Yeah. If you love something, I love coffee. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to learn more about it. I'm Mm going to make it 10,000 different ways. Mm -hmm. And the Lord is the same way. Yeah. If you love him, you strive to get to know him. You strive to know his word more. Yeah. Um, and that's what Christian life should be. It should be a relationship with the Lord till the day that he comes, not being stagnant and be like, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. And I like that you're sharing that because like zeal is literally a command from the Lord. That's true. Like he tells us in scripture, like to be zealous. Zealous. Yeah. Zealous. Sorry. You're good. So he says, have zeal and repent. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm commanding this of you. Yeah. But. Like now that I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about it. Why? Mm. Why would he command us to do that? Mm. Because it eliminates distraction in your life. Because yeah. if you're being on fire for mm-hmm. the Lord, you're gonna be less prone to be distracted That's by all true. these things because your focus is on Him. Yeah. You what what stirs your passions yeah. and your desires yeah. is the Lord. Yeah. So then, when all these other things come into play. Like, that's not grabbing your attention. Yeah, Why? Because yeah. your focus is on him. And yeah. when we lose that having zeal, that, I think that's when yeah. we can fall into being distracted yeah. and, you know, all those other things yeah. because we're not 
setting that passion and fire that's made to be on the Lord. We're not setting it to be on the Lord. It's love. Yeah. It's a love so intense that it's jealous Mm -hmm. because that's a translation, but jealous within itself is corrupt. Yeah. Because we're humans, so we 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 ha- we envy. And yeah. envy is not of the Lord. Yeah. The Lord is pure, so he's zealous. Mm. So we are zealous for the Lord. Wait, but then what does it mean that it's a, he's a jealous God? Yes. Because the <laughs> Lord I mean, when it's when it's you and the enemy, mm-hmm. you love your kids so much that you don't want them to get hurt. Right. So if you see your kid and they're about to jump in a pile of glass and cut themselves up. You're like, no, I hate that glass. That glass is going to hurt my kid. Mm. I am jealous over my kid yeah, because I love my kid and I want what's best for him. Yeah. It's not a toxic right. zealous. We're or, used to that toxic jealous, jealous right? Yeah. Like yeah. we hear that all the time. But when you think of God, I love that picture you pointed. Like he's jealous in the way that he wants to take care of you from the bad things that come in this world, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Ender, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your mind and like your testimony of like, you know, this friendship thing that you had to, you know, figure out and go through and also your creativity and how like you're having so much faith in what the Lord's going to do and use your artistic mind. And like, he's going to make a career out of it Mm. and it's going to be possible for you. I truly believe that, you know, maybe someone that even finds this podcast now or later, or maybe it's someone you bump into at a coffee shop. Like they're going to be able to be blessed by that testimony Mm. and it's going to push them and encourage them to have that crazy radical faith that if it was possible for someone like you, it's possible for someone like them. Thank you so So, much. Thank you so much. I I love you. I love how bubbly you are and like how you, you make other people feel like they're being sharpened. Like if I'm yeah. around you and even like, I'm sure you don't know, but like on some Thursdays I've had a rough Thursday mm. and I'm around you and I can feel like I'm being sharpened. Why? Because my friend is bringing me a smile. He's bringing me a hug mm. and he's bringing me this encouraging energy that's allowing for me to feel like I'm in a nice space again to study the word with someone who cares about me and cares about the Lord. Yeah. And that's really important. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any concluding thoughts? Um, I just want to say that today, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I just want to say, check the fit. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. hey, Ricky, cut this out because I don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Uh, love you guys. Thank um, you so much, guys. Thank you for having me, Azaria. Yes, thank you for being on. And you guys All stay right. tuned. Don't miss a single Thursday. Nah, We're going to have a next Hit one Hit the link next in the bio. Thursday. Buy the merch. I think there's merch. Is there merch? Why am, I, wearing, why am I not wearing the merch right now? Yeah. Not yet. We got to get people knowing this. We pre recording this playing. podcast because we proactive. Hey, yo, Be uh, proactive in your faith. Shout out Bryson Bates. Ay. Shout out Azaria. Shout out Ricky. Shout out. You should just you should put up like a Under heartbeat. Earth and Lena <laughs> and everyone cool. Hey, <laughs> we out here. And everybody not cool, too. Oh, man. I, was I mean, freestyle. all Wait, of my friends are cool. You know what I'm saying? My friend's favorite word is zeal. And that means I'm finna go get a meal. Cause the Lord blessed me today and every day. He come through, he jive a provider. Provider. Hey, provider. That's all I got. Hey, thank you. Thank you for tuning Anyways. in. Love all right, guys, stay tuned for next Thursday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't miss a single <laughs> podcast. Go log in on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to hear more. Thank you. you. God bless.